You are Locked On Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Ulysses Sombrano, and alongside Kevin Weiss, we are the hosts of the Locked On Rays podcast. Thank you for making us your first listen every day. Make sure to subscribe on our YouTube channel, Locked On Rays, and any other podcast platform that you may listen to us. Hit that like button if you're on YouTube right now, um, and we can keep growing the community that is Locked On Rays. Okay, it finally happened. Tyler Glass now has been traded alongside Manuel Margot to the Dodgers. Um, this It's that type of news that you knew that it was going to happen. We've talked about it, I think, endlessly on the show since the season ended. Obviously, if you are a OG and every dayer of the podcast, you know that... Um, I was not a fan of the move of, of, of having to deal a guy just because he's making $25 million. Um, that was my, my stance. I knew that it was going to happen, but I didn't want it to happen. But then you look at the return and there are two sides of one's mind. You know, uh, if you're a baseball fan, your, your baseball fandom and your baseball analytical mind. Uh, so let's tackle the baseball fandom side first. Baseball fandom, damn, it sucks. It sucks that a guy like Tyler Glass now is no, no longer going to be in the community, is no longer going to be wearing a Rays uniform, is not going to be a guy that gets national attention, which therefore gives the Rays national attention, which we rarely get as a fandom. Um so those things are, are gone by the wayside with, with Tyler being traded. If you look at Manny Margot, although his play did kind of decrease, especially in the outfield in 2023, he did have some memorable moments, especially in the ALCS against the Houston Astros. I believe it was game three, that big catch, you know, in right field and then comes back in massive homer. I believe it was a three-run shot. Um you know, many had his moments and it's, but you know, we, we knew that $10 million is just way too much money. So the Rays are offloading $35 million. So in the baseball fandom side of you, you're like, man, a salary dump it sucks. It sucks that we can't pay our players. Um, not that I think many more go it's quality of play, uh, is like a lock uh per se but more so on the tyler glass now side like he, this guy is if he's on he can be a Cy young contender like we've seen the flashes and stuff especially 2021 now you know you, you take the the many moments i think the the tyler glass now didn't have a a particular moment with the rays like you're like oh remember that start he didn't have that but he did have a stretch in 2021 until he got hurt where for me, at least, it was must-watch TV. You had, to, you had to see him pitch. You just had to. In 2021, he was just unbelievable. He was so cool. Um, you know, everything was working for him, and then he got hurt. Um, so that's, that's, that's the one side of your, of your brain. The baseball fandom is, is kind of let go, you know, once again, salary dump, once again. A guy can, you know, live his career 
uh, with one team, or even though these two guys had already had a professional team before the race. But, you know, all of those feelings are completely valid to have because as a fan, you're a fanatic and it is not logical. It is emotional. All right. So anybody as that's out there saying, oh, you're whatever because of, uh, you know, focus on you're you're OK to feel how you feel about this. All right. All right. Let's go to the second part of the equation. The baseball analytical mind. I like the trade. I like the trade. I like the trade a lot. Um, I was talking to it with an OG listener, uh, an everydayer, Austin Holloway. Uh, some of you know him. Um, and we started talking to him. Uh, uh, but the trade... And he mentioned something to me that kind of uh, made sense. He's like, if if these guys are good and Glass now gets hurt again, it's an automatic W. And that's the problem with Glass now, isn't it? You don't really know if he's going to be healthy. Who out there who's watching this and who's hitting that like button right now? You're hitting that like button right now. I just know it. Who out there right now? can put their hand on the fire and say, oh, Tyler Glassnow is going to be pitching 150-plus innings in 2024. If if you're one of those people, drop a comment below on the YouTube um, section. I want to hear from you. I want to know what makes you think that he's going to pitch more than 150 innings because he's never done it. So it, it's a difficult ask, and you need that from a guy that you're going to be paying $25 million, especially if you're a small revenue team like the Rays are. So the baseball analytical mind, you look at these guys and what they can offer you, and it's really, really interesting. Really, really interesting. And I'm, not, I'm going to get into some of their numbers because maybe you want to put some green skittles somewhere. And if you're going to do that, might as well be FanDuel because as the weather gets colder, the NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. You heard me right. One, five, oh, 150 bucks if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is super easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So today, visit FanDuel.com slash locked on L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N and kick off this NFL season, which is more than halfway through. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. So before we get to those interesting numbers, um, uh, obviously I am by myself. Uh, Kevin is not available. Uh, you know, we, as we've noted, we do have working schedules uh, and sometimes they don't line up per se today. Unfortunately, did not line up. But on Monday, we will both be on and, and talk about this a little bit more deeper than I'm doing this today. And obviously the back and forth is much more enjoyable than uh, having a, uh, a monologue uh, here. But, you know, I, it was, it, we just had to be on, you know, obviously you, 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 this is a big one and something that we've been expecting for some time. 
So, but we will be um, doing a Monday show, both of us uh, talking about this exactly um, and, and getting his take on it. Um, but I talked to you guys about a little num uh, numbers that um, you can find on these guys. So Ryan Pepio, he did have um, flashes of really good stuff last year, especially he's been, he has a couple of years of experience, but I believe only one year of service time, um, which, which can happen obviously, but he had 42 innings pitched in 2023 with an ERA of 214 and a strikeout rate of 24%. But those things are not the, the ones that grabbed me. What grabbed me was the difference in walk percentages from year to year. This is a guy that in 2022, he had a 17% walk rate. 17%. Like, that's a guy that you're like, oh, my goodness, can you just throw it over the plate already? Please. I'd rather see a home run than see another walk. Like, that's the kind of 17% walk rate guy. He became a 3.1% guy, which is essentially like, holy crap, that's a walk? I hadn't seen those in a while from him. Like, that's the turnaround. Unreal. Unreal. Very, very cool. And that tells you so much from a guy that's so young and is able to adapt himself and, and change something in his mechanics that he was able to control and, and, and command his pitches a little bit better in the strike zone. Um, very encouraged by that. And as I'm talking to you guys right now, the left on base percentage, the strand rate, which you guys know, again, if you're an everydayer, I love that stat, okay? The left on base percentage. This dude had a 99.2%. Dang. Dang. I mean, I'm pretty sure that's like 99th percentile. Like that's that's so cool. 100th percentile. You know, 110th percentile. Let's make a let's make something up. Very very cool. Very very cool and he just slots in the rotation. Now, worries with this. Well, obviously he did have a shortened season because of injury. But again, pitchers who who's not injured all the time. Um he's young. He's really young. He's 25. So he's slotting in the rotation that makes Zach Eflin look look like Gandalf the Gray when he's barely, you know, not even 30, I think, um, Eflin is. So it's Taj. You've you've got Ryan Pepio, Zach Littell, Savale. Uh, it's, I think, what grabs me most about this whole trade that I like is that they're MLB-ready pieces. I would have been really upset. I would have been really upset if you trade Glass now, you trade Manny Margot, you get the salary dump aspect of it, and then you come back with like, oh, well, we have some, some pieces that could help in the future. Like, I would have hated that completely. But this is not that. This is like, you're slotting into our rotation. You're, you're going to help us win this year. And I love that. I really, really do. Um, and the other side of this is uh, Johnny DeLuca. So Johnny DeLuca is an outfielder, has less time in the bigs than Ryan Pepio. He actually made his debut in 2023 at the age of 24. He played 24 games, and his stat line is not going to wow you in um, 
in the major leagues. Uh, he hit for 262 average, a 740 OPS, a 102 WRC plus. So he had a 0.3 WAR season, couple of homers. Um, so nothing like, oh man, this is great. But when you look at his minor league numbers, this is something that also uh, Austin Holloway um, told me about. My goodness, um, he this guy just destroyed uh, minor league pitching. And he wasn't afraid to show it. I mean, if you look at numbers from 2022 forward, like high A, double A, and triple A, I mean, his WRC plus was 133, 136, 150, 125. For those that don't remember what WRC plus at 100 is an average of runs created plus. So, and it's um, uh, park factors and, and, and league factors, it's already all punched in so if 100 is an average 99 you're one point below average 101 you're one point above average so this guy 133 33 percent over average 136 150 125 very very impressive stuff and uh raise metrics on twitter and if you uh if you guys haven't uh followed raise metrics uh pretty great uh stuff from him minor leaguers since the start of 2022 who both have a k rate Below 19%, awesome, and a slugging over 550. So you have a ton of pop, and you don't strike out a lot. Number one, Junior Caminero. That's awesome, 151 WRC+. Who's number two on the list? You guessed it, folk in the back, Johnny DeLuca at 135 WRC+. By the way, that's a minimum of 600 plate appearances in that time span so he's an athletic outfielder if you haven't seen highlights from him i i 100 um suggest you to do that um diving catches home run saving catches just the sprint speed the jump uh very dynamic player i don't think he's going to be putting up 130 wrc plus seasons with the race i don't think so if he gets us one like that boom that's a that's that's a plus but you're just looking for an improvement o- over Manny Margot. And if he can show some of it that he has in, in, in the minor leagues and some of it in, in, in the majors, this is a W already. This is a W because you have him for control. It, you know, he gives you a little bit more payroll flexibility, hopefully. Um, the parentheses. Those who are clapping because... The race just saved $35 million. What, you think they're going to spend $35 million again into the team? Be serious now. That's not happening. That's all just money that Stu and company did not want to pay. So now that's going into their pockets. They're not going to be putting $35 million back onto the payroll people. That's not what. That's not what's happening. And if you think that... Um, well, I, I, I just disagree oh, wholeheartedly here. Um, I don't believe there's $35 million coming into the payroll once again. But with this, um, what it does allow you to do is hopefully in the future give you a little bit more flexibility. So Johnny DeLuca, I mean, he, he he's great. Uh, if you haven't followed him on Instagram, uh, he does have an active account. Dude looks like a model. So, you know, you trade a model for Tyler Glass now and then you get another male model in, in Johnny DeLuca. So that's cool. Um but overall, I I like the trade because 
it doesn't it doesn't make me feel like it was just a salary dump even though it was you're getting very good quality players that are not going to help you hopefully in two years no they're gonna help you this year Johnny DeLuke is making the roster Brian Pepio is making the roster in opening day that helps you that helps the baseball fandom side of you align a little bit more with your analytical baseball mind and say, you know what? That's okay. You know, it's kind of like with Austin Meadows, right? And Isak Perez is like, you understood it in the baseball analytical mind. The baseball fandom's like, damn, I really liked Austin. That, that sucks. And then boom, what happens? Paredes. And Paredes just had a terrific 2023 season, a 2022 that, that gave you hope. By the way, he co-led the team in home runs with 20 in 2022. And then he had his coming out season in 2023. Um, that's what happens. So with punchy guys like that, that can make an impact immediately. That's why I like this trade. Um, besides all of the numbers that I've, I've, I've said, plus the ones that we're go- probably going to talk about on Monday with um, when we go a little bit deeper with Kevin. But we put out a poll um on x the artist formerly known as twitter about this exact same thing about how you felt um on on the trade it we said uh what are your first thoughts about the return and the options were love it expected better we got fleeced and i'll tell you in four years uh the number one answer on the board was love it at 40 percent the second option was I'll tell you in four years in uh, 36%. Uh, The third option was expected better at 16%. And then last at 8%, we got fleeced. I'd love to talk to one of those, to all that 8%. We got fleeced. Why? Why do we get fleeced? And the 36%, the number two option, I'll tell you in four years. I put that on the poll just to be cheeky. I guess you guys are as cheeky as I am. All right. I, I'm, I'm saying it's cheeky because you could say that about every trade, couldn't you? I'll tell you in four years. Let's see what happens, you know. Um, so because it's true, you can't really um, say, even though we love saying that, oh, this team won that trade as soon as it happened, which is silly. Um, you know, if you had said that about the Austin Meadows trade, how many people would have said that, you know, Paredes was going to do what he did? Not a lot of people. Not a lot of people. I don't think zero amount of people. You had hopes, you know, and 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 there were numbers there that maybe he he could clock something. But yeah, I'll tell you in four years. I put it as cheeky, and I guess you guys are as cheeky as I am. Although it's kind of true. It's kind of based in truth, you know. You you, you got to let trades simmer a little bit before you can actually give an argument of yes or no. Um, but uh, we have some of your comments as well. Uh, let's see. Caleb team TB at Caleb 29 says it mostly just feels like a wash. We're getting the better outfielder, but worse pitcher. Hmm. Okay. Worse pitcher. We don't really know anything about Pepio yet. Not a lot of sample size there, Caleb. Um, our Rashad says, I love it. Uh, writer Rasmussen enjoyer. He says, I like the return. I have confidence that Pepia will become a monster 
Once introduced to the race, pitching lab and DeLuca is already a great player. Shedding $35 million per year in one fell swoop is also a plus. Let's hope that it can reinvest that money wisely. Mm. Kind of to my point just a few minutes ago, uh, Rasmussen and Joyer. I don't think they'll reinvest that. $35 million is not coming back into the payroll. But hey, Stu, I know you're listening, buddy. I know you're a fan. Prove me wrong, baby. All right, uh, Samuel Bayless, all the way in Australia. So he, sa- he says, and we kept Randy. Yes, we did. And hopefully we keep keeping Randy. Uh, Chris Snyder says, super deal for the race. Uh, Jake Stokes says, I think it's a good deal. I also hope they use the money they opened up to go get some more players. In a dream world, we get Bellinger or Hoskins or even both. My goodness, Jake. I'm not playing MLB this show here. Uh, Justin says, no ambition. We shouldn't applaud salary dumps. See, this is his baseball fandom side. Let's go into your baseball analytical mind and say what you really think, Justin. Uh, bring back Longo at TBJTune26 says, it hurts. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. Uh, Cash Dylan 751 says Pepio is really good. He had control issues early in his career, but when he came back from a spring training injury, he was great. Big strong kid that will challenge hitters and log innings if he's allowed. Johnny DeLuca is a great kid with pop and speed similar to Outman. And we know what kind of season Outman had. He had a tremendous rookie surprising season. Uh, last one is Phantom893 or Dinobot says, are the race picking up Tyler's salary? And that is a hefty, hefty, no, they are not. Um, they're not doing that. The trade actually was contingent upon Tyler Glasnow signing an extension with the Dodgers. And guess what? That extension was finalized. He signed a five-year, $135 million contract last night with the Dodgers. So basically that means that the deal is complete. Um, so the deal is four years and 110 and $110 million in new money, right? Cause he was getting paid 25 uh, this year. The total deal could get to 145 million. If the Dodgers exercise a $30 million club in year five, if not glass now has a $20 million player option. Um, and of note, there is no deferred money in the deal. That's Jeff Passan being funny, cheeky. We like it. Um, so yeah, so no, they're not picking up the, the salary, but obviously that was one of the, the things about the trade. They were like, okay, but let's, let's talk extension. And they did. And, uh, good for Tyler. Uh, he's a Cali boy now gets to play in front of his, his family. I bet he loves that. Uh, Manny Margot, he goes back to the West coast. Remember he, he was a Padre for a long time. So he, uh, goes back to an area that hopefully he's a little bit more um, um, used to than just going to Kansas City, you know, than going to Boston. Um, so he's been there before. You know, you got to salute those guys. They gave race fans a lot of um, a lot of smiles, a lot of happy moments, um, and that's not forgotten ever uh, in in a fandom. You remember those guys. So the best wish, uh, best, best wishes to to Tyler Glass now. Best wishes to Manny Margot. And welcome in Ryan Pepio and Johnny DeLuca. And hopefully these guys can can make us proud and, and make us root for them incredibly hard and, and 
and we have really good moments and memorable uh, memories with them wearing a Rays uniform. So that will be it uh, for this episode. Make sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel. Make sure to hit that like button and make sure to listen in to our Monday episode. Um, remember, this is the off season, so we go three days a week. We usually will try to do Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Last week of December, we will most likely have pre-recorded uh, podcasts, uh, player reviews to enjoy the holidays. Uh, but we want to give you content, so that will be all done ahead of time. So without further ado, stay safe and see you next week.